Section 51 of The Glories of Mary by St. Alphonsus Liguri. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Various additional examples appertaining to the Most Holy Mary, meditations for various festivals, and different devotions in her honor. Part 1. Some persons, boasting of being free from prejudices, take great credit to themselves for believing no miracles but those recorded in the holy scriptures, esteeming all others as tales and fables for foolish women. But it will be well to repeat here a just remark of the learned and pious Father John Crasset, who says that the bad are as ready to deride miracles as the good are to believe them, adding that as it is a weakness to give credit to all things, so on the other hand, to reject miracles which come to us attested by grave and pious men, either savors of infidelity, which supposes them impossible to God, or of presumption, which refuses belief to such a class of authors. We give credit to a Tacitus or a Suetonius, and can we deny it without presumption, to Christian authors of learning and probity? There is less risk, says Father Canisius, in believing and receiving what is related with some probability by honest persons, and not rejected by the learned, and which serves for the edification of our neighbor, than in rejecting it with a disdainful and presumptuous spirit. First example. A certain man in Germany had committed a great sin, and was ashamed to confess it, yet on the other hand, he could not endure the remorse which he felt, and went to cast himself into the river. But just as he was on the point of doing so, he stopped, and bursting into tears, prayed God to pardon him without confession. One night in his sleep, he felt someone waking him, and heard a voice saying, Go, and make your confession. He went to the church, but yet did not make his confession. He heard the same voice a second night. Again he went to the church, but after he had entered it, said that he would rather die than confess that sin. He was about to return home, when he thought he would go and recommend himself to the Most Holy Mary, before her image which was in the church. He had hardly kneeled before it, when he felt himself entirely changed. He immediately arose, called for a confessor, and weeping bitterly, through grace received from the Virgin, made a sincere confession, and he afterwards said that he felt greater satisfaction than if he had gained all the gold in the world. 2. A young nobleman was reading one day, while at sea, an obscene book, in which he took great pleasure. A religious said to him, Now come, would you give something to Our Lady? Yes, he answered, and the other said, I wish that, for the love of the Holy Virgin, you would tear that book into pieces, and cast it into the sea. Here it is, father, said the young man. No, said the religious, I wish that you yourself would make this offering to Mary. He did so, and when he returned to Genoa, his native place, the mother of God so inflamed his heart with the love of God, that he became a religious. 3. A hermit of Mount Olivet had in his cell a holy image of Mary, and frequently offered up prayers before it. The devil could not endure such devotion to the Holy Virgin, and tormented him continually, with temptations against purity, and the poor old hermit finding himself still pursued by them, notwithstanding all his prayers and mortifications, said one day to the enemy, 
what have i done to you that you will not leave me in peace and the demon appeared to him and answered you torment me more than i torment you and then he added now come and swear secrecy to me and i will tell you what you must cease to do if you wish me not to molest you any more the hermit took the oath and then the devil said to him i wish you never again to approach that image that you have in your cell the hermit was greatly perplexed and went to take counsel of the abbot theodore who told him that he was not bound by his oath and that he must not cease to recommend himself to mary before that image as he had done before the hermit obeyed and the devil was put to shame and conquered four a woman who had been guilty of a criminal connection with two men one of whom had killed the other came one day in great terror to father onefrio donna a pious missionary in the kingdom of naples to make her confession she told the father that in the same hour in which that wretched youth had died he appeared to her clothed in black loaded with chains and cast fire on every side he had a sword in his hand and raised it to cut her throat in terror she exclaimed what have i done to you that you wish to kill me and in rage he answered wretch do you ask what you have done to me you have caused me to lose god then she invoked the blessed virgin and that spectre on hearing the most holy name of mary pronounced disappeared and was seen no more five when saint dominic was preaching at carcassoni in france an albigensian heretic who was possessed by demons was brought to him because he had publicly spoken against the devotion of the most holy rosary the saint then ordered the demons in the name of god to declare whether those things which he had said concerning the most holy rosary were true and howling with rage they said hear o christians all that this our enemy has said of mary and of the most holy rosary is entirely true they added moreover that they had no power against the servants of mary and that many who at death invoked mary were saved contrary to their deserts and finally they said we are constrained to declare that no one is lost who perseveres in devotion to mary and in the devotion of the most holy rosary for mary obtains for sinners a true repentance before death saint dominic made the people immediately repeat the rosary and o oh, miracle at every hail mary many devils went out from that wretched man in the shape of burning coals so that when the rosary was finished he was entirely freed from them and many heretics became converted six the daughter of a certain prince had entered a monastery where the discipline was so relaxed that although she was a young person of good dispositions she advanced but little in virtue by the advice of a good confessor she began to say the rosary with the mysteries and became so changed that she was an example to all the other religious taking offence at her for withdrawing from them attacked her on all sides to induce her to abandon her newly begun way of life one day while she was repeating the rosary and praying mary to assist her in that persecution she saw a letter fall from above on the outside were written these words mary mother of god to her daughter jane greeting and within my child continue to say my rosary withdraw from intercourse from those who do not help you to live well beware of idleness and vanity 
take from thy cell two superfluous things and i will be your protectress with god the abbot of that monastery soon after visited it and attempted to reform it but he did not succeed and one day he saw a great number of demons entering the cells of all the nuns except that of jane for the divine mother before whose image he saw her praying banished them from that when he heard from her of the devotion of the rosary which she practised and the letter she had received he ordered all the others to repeat it and it is related that this monastery became a paradise seven there lived in rome a woman called catherine the beautiful who led a very sinful life hearing saint dominic once preach on the devotion of the most holy rosary she had her name inscribed in the book of the confraternity and began to recite it but did not abandon her sinful life one evening a youth apparently a noble came to her house whom she received courteously when they were at supper she saw drops of blood falling from his hands while he was breaking a piece of bread and then she observed that all the food he took was tinged with blood she asked him what that blood meant and the youth answered that a christian should take no food that was not tinged with the blood of jesus christ seasoned with the memory of his passion amazed at this she asked him who he was soon he answered i will show you and when they had withdrawn into another apartment the appearance of the youth changed and he showed himself crowned with thorns his flesh torn and he said to her do you wish to know who i am do you not know me i am thy redeemer catherine when will you cease to offend me see how much i have suffered for you you have grieved me enough change your life catherine began to weep bitterly and jesus encouraging her said now begin to love me as much as you have offended me and know that you have received this grace from me on account of the rosary you have been accustomed to recite in honor of my mother and then he disappeared catherine went in the morning to make her confession to saint dominic and giving to the poor all she possessed led so holy a life that she attained a great perfection the virgin often appeared to her and jesus himself revealed to saint dominic that this penitent had become very dear to him eight the blessed alanus relates of a lady named dominica who was accustomed to recite the rosary that she gave up this devotion and afterwards became so poor that in desperation she stabbed herself in three different places but just as she was breathing her last and the devils came to take her to hell the most holy mary appeared to her and said to her my daughter you have forgotten me but i have not been willing to forget you on account of that rosary which you have for a time recited in my honor and now she added if you will continue to recite it i will restore life to you and also the possessions you have lost dominica was restored to health and continuing the practice of reciting the rosary recovered her possessions and at her death was again visited by mary who commended her fidelity and she died a holy death nine there lived in saragossa a certain noble a very bad man his name was peter and he was a relation of saint dominic one day when the saint was preaching he saw peter enter the church and he prayed the lord that he would make known to the audience the condition of that miserable sinner and behold peter then appeared like a monster from hell surrounded and dragged along by many devils 
the congregation fled even his wife who was in the church and the servants who accompanied him then saint dominic directed him through one of his companions to recommend himself to mary and to begin to recite the rosary which he sent him peter received the message humbled himself sent to thank the saint and received himself the grace to see the demons that surrounded him he afterwards went to make his confession to the saint himself from whom he received the assurance that he was already pardoned and continuing to recite the rosary he attained to so happy a state that one day the lord made him appear in church in the presence of the whole congregation crowned with three crowns of roses ten in the mountains of trent lived a notorious robber who when he was one day admonished by a religious to change his course of life answered that for him there was no remedy do not say so said the religious do what i tell you fast on saturday in honor of mary and on that day do no harm to any one and she will obtain for you the grace of not dying under the displeasure of god the obedient robber followed this advice and made a vow to continue to do so that he might not break it he from that time went unarmed on saturdays it happened that on a saturday he was found by the officers of justice and that he might not break his oath he allowed himself to be taken without resistance the judge when he saw that he was a gray-haired old man wished to pardon him but through the grace of compunction which he had received from mary he said that he wished to die in punishment of his sins he also made a public confession of all the sins of his life in that same judgment hall weeping so bitterly that all present wept for him he was beheaded and buried with but little ceremony in a grave dug near by but afterwards the mother of god appeared with four holy virgins who took the dead body from that place wrapped it in a rich cloth embroidered with gold and bore it themselves to the gate of the city there the blessed virgin said to the guards tell the bishop from me to give an honorable burial in such a church to this dead person for he was my faithful servant and this was done all the people of the place thronged to the spot where they found the corpse with the rich pall and the bier on which it was placed and from that time says cesarius all persons in that region began to fast on saturdays eleven a devout servant of mary who lived in portugal fasted on bread and water every saturday of his life in honor of mary and chose for his advocates with the blessed virgin saint michael and saint john the evangelist at the hour of his death the queen of heaven appeared to him with those saints who were praying for him and the holy virgin looking upon her servant with a joyful countenance said to those saints i will not depart hence without taking this soul with me twelve in one of our missions after the sermon on mary which it was our custom to preach a very old man came to one of the fathers of our congregation to make his confession he was full of consolation and said our lady has done me a favor and what favor has she done you asked the confessor for thirty-five years father i have made sacrilegious confessions because i was ashamed of one sin and yet i have passed through many dangers and have been several times at the point of death and if i had died then i certainly should have been lost and now our lady has done me the favor to touch my heart and when he said this 
he wept so bitterly that he seemed to be all tenderness after the father had heard his confession he asked him what devotion he had practiced and he answered that he had never failed on saturday to keep a strict fast in honor of mary and therefore the virgin had taken pity on him and he gave the father permission to publish the fact in his sermons thirteen in the country of normandy a certain robber was beheaded and his head was thrown into a trench but afterwards it was heard crying mary give me confession a priest went to him and heard his confession and questioning him as to his practices of devotion the robber answered that he had no other except that of fasting one day of the week in honor of the holy virgin and that for this our lady had obtained for him the grace to be delivered from hell by that confession fourteen there were two young noblemen living in the city of madrid who encouraged each other in their sinful life one of them saw one night in a dream his companion seized by some moors and carried to the shore of a stormy sea they were about to do the same with him but he had recourse to mary and made a vow that he would become a religious at once and thus he was rescued from these moors then he saw jesus seated on a throne and as if in anger and the holy virgin supplicating and obtaining mercy for him when his friend came to visit him he related to him the vision but he laughed at it and shortly after was stabbed with a poignard and died when the other youth saw the vision verified he made his confession and was strengthened in his resolution of becoming a religious in view of that he sold all that he had but instead of giving the money to the poor as he had intended he expended it in debauchery he afterwards fell ill and had another vision he thought he saw hell opened and the divine judge in the act of condemning him again he had recourse to mary and mary again delivered him he was restored to health and led a worse life than before he went to lima in south america where he fell ill and in the hospital of that place was again touched by the grace of god he confessed to father francis perlino a jesuit to whom he promised to change his life but went back to his evil courses at length the same father visiting one day another hospital in a distant place saw that wretched man extended on the earth and heard him exclaim ah i am lost and for my greater torment this father has come here to witness my punishment i came here from lima and am brought to this end by my vices and now i am going to hell with these words on his lips he died before the father had time to give him any assistance fifteen there was once in germany a certain criminal condemned to death but he was obstinate and refused to make his confession though a jesuit father did his utmost to convert him he entreated him he wept he cast himself at his feet but seeing that all was in vain he finally said let us recite a hail mary no sooner had the criminal recited it than he began to cry bitterly made his confession with much compunction and wished to die clasping the image of mary sixteen in a city of spain there lived a sinful man who had given himself to the devil and had never been to confession he did nothing good but say a hail mary every day father eusebius nuremberg relates that when this man was at the point of death the most holy virgin appeared to him in a dream and looked on him her kind eyes so changed him that he immediately sent for a confessor 
made his confession with a voice broken by sobs, made a vow to become a religious if he should live, and then died. 17. A devout servant of Mary always inculcated upon her daughter that she should often recite the Hail Mary, especially when she was in any danger. One day when this girl was resting after a ball, she was attacked by a demon, who in visible form bore her off with him. He had already seized her, but she began Hail Mary, and the enemy disappeared. 18. A woman of Cologne who had criminal intercourse with an ecclesiastic found him one day hanging in her room dead. After this, she entered into a monastery, where the devil assailed her in a bodily form, so that she knew not what to do in order to be delivered from him. A companion suggested to her to say the Hail Mary, and when she did so, the demon said, Accursed may she be who has taught thee this, and appeared no more. 19. A certain baron who led a very sinful life was accidentally visited in his castle by a religious, who, enlightened by God, begged him to assemble together all his servants. They all came except the chamberlain. He at last was forced to come in, and the father said to him, Now I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to tell who you are. And he answered, I am a devil from hell, who for fourteen years have served this villain, waiting until some day he should omit those seven Hail Marys, which he is in the habit of reciting, that I might then strangle him and take him to the flames of hell. The religious then commanded the devil to depart. He obeyed and disappeared. The baron then threw himself at his feet, was converted, and led a holy life. 20. The blessed Francis Patrizzi, who greatly loved the devotion of the Hail Marys, recited five hundred every day. Mary made known to him the hour of his death. He died as a saint, and after forty years a most beautiful lily sprung from his mouth, which was then transported into France, and on the leaves of it were written the Hail Mary in gold letters. 21. Caesarius relates that a Cistercian lay brother could say no other prayer but the Hail Mary, and recited it continually with the greatest devotion. After his death, there sprung up from the place where he was buried a tree on whose leaves were written these words, Hail Mary, full of grace. Ave Maria, gratia plena. 22. Three devout virgins, by the advice of their confessor, recited one year, for forty days, the whole rosary, as a preparation for the feast of the purification of Mary. On the vigil, the Divine Mother appeared to the first of these three sisters, with a rich garment, embroidered with gold, thanked her, and blessed her. Then she appeared to the second with a simple garment, and also thanked her. But she said to her, O oh, lady, why have you brought my sister a richer garment? Because she has clothed me, said Mary, more richly than you have done. She afterwards appeared to the third, with a canvas garment, and she at once asked pardon for her tepidity in honoring her. The next year all three fervently prepared for the same feast, saying the rosary with great devotion, when, behold, on the evening preceding the festival, Mary appeared to them in glory, and said to them, Be prepared, for tomorrow you shall come to paradise. And, in fact, the next day they went to church, related to the confessor what had occurred, and received communion in the morning. 
at the hour of compline they saw again the most holy virgin who came to take them with her and amid the songs of angels one after the other sweetly expired twenty three father crasset relates that a certain military officer told him that after a battle he found a soldier on the battleground who held in his hand a rosary and the scapular of mary and asked for a confessor his forehead had been pierced by a musket ball which had passed through the head and came out behind so that the brain was visible and protruded through each opening and he could not live without a miracle he however raised himself made his confession to the chaplain with great compunction and after receiving absolution expired twenty four the same author adds that this very captain told him of being present when a trumpeter of his company received a pistol shot from some one near and when he examined his breast where he said he had been hit he found that the ball had been stopped by the scapular of the virgin which the man wore and that it had not even touched the flesh he took it and exhibited it to the whole company twenty five a noble youth named Aeschylus, being sent by the prince his father to hildesheim a city of saxony to study abandoned himself to a dissolute life he fell ill and was near dying and while in that state he had a vision he saw himself shut up in a furnace of fire and believed himself to be already in hell and then he escaped from it through a hole and took refuge in a great place where he found the most holy mary in the hall and she said to him rash man dost thou dare to appear before me depart from here and go to the flames which thou dost merit the young man besought the virgin to have mercy on him and turned to some persons who were near and implored them to recommend him to mary they did so and the divine mother answered you do not know the sinful life he has led and that he had not even thought of saying a hail mary in my honor but his advocates answered o oh, lady he will change his life and the youth added yes i promise really to amend and i will be thy servant then the virgin's anger was appeased and she said to him well i accept thy promise be faithful to me and meanwhile with my blessing be delivered from hell and death when she had said this the virgin disappeared Aeschylus came to himself and blessing mary related to others the grace he had received he led ever after a holy life always preserving a great affection towards the blessed virgin and was made archbishop of the church of luda in denmark where he converted many to the faith towards the close of his life being old he resigned the archbishopric and became a monk of clairvaux where he lived four years and died a holy death hence he has been numbered by some writers among the saints of the cistercian order twenty six a member of the brothers of the confraternity of mary was invited one morning by a friend to dine with him he promised to go but went first to the meeting of the confraternity and after that he forgot his promise his friend was so much offended by this that one day when he met him he attempted to kill him but by a just judgment of god he killed himself his friend was immediately taken before the court found guilty of the murder and was condemned to death he recommended himself to the virgin and inspired by her begged to be led into the presence of the dead body and then asked him how he had died he confessed that he died by his own hands and his friend was set at liberty 
27. In the year 1604, at Dola, a member of the same confraternity was very ill. On a feast day he said to himself, At this hour my brothers are assembled, and occupied in praising Mary, and am I here? He rose from his bed and went to the assembly, when suddenly the fever left him, and he was restored to health. 28. A fisherman, belonging to the same confraternity in Naples, had been ill for several days through the severe discipline he had practiced in the meeting of the confraternity. Being somewhat better, as he was poor and had a family, he returned to his fishing, saying to the Most Holy Virgin, O oh, my lady, for thee I have suffered this evil, do thou help me. And our blessed lady allowed him to take as many fish as he would have taken in all the time he had lost. 29. Another member was going to be imprisoned for debt. He recommended himself to Mary, and the Most Holy Virgin inspired his creditors to release him from his debt, and so they did. 30. A young man who had been a member of the confraternity of the Virgin, left it, and abandoned himself to a dissolute life. One night, the devil appeared to him in a frightful form. He began to invoke the Blessed Virgin. In vain! said his enemy to him, do you invoke her whom you have abandoned? Your sins have made thee mine. The youth in terror fell on his knees, and began to recite the formula of the brothers. O most holy virgin mother, etc. Then the mother of God appeared to him, at whose presence the demon fled, leaving behind him a great stench, and an opening in the wall. And Mary then turned to the youth, and said, Thou didst not merit my help, but I wish to take pity on thee, that thou mayest change, and return to the confraternity. 31. In Braganza there lived another youth, who left the confraternity, and abandoned himself to such vicious courses, that one day in despair he was going to throw himself into a river. But first he turned to Our Lady and said, O Mary, I have served thee in the confraternity, wilt thou help me? The most holy virgin appeared to him and said, What art thou doing? Dost thou wish to destroy both soul and body? Go, make thy confession, and return to the confraternity. The youth, encouraged by this, thanked the virgin and amended his life. 32. There was once a religious in Spain, who in a fit of passion killed his superior. After committing this crime, he fled into Barbary, where he renounced his faith and married, leading afterwards so bad a life, that he did nothing good but say a, Hail, O Queen, daily. One day being alone, he repeated this devotion, and behold, Mary appeared to him, rebuked him, and encouraged him to amend his life, promising him her assistance. He then returned to his house, and was so sorrowful that his wife questioned him as to the cause, and he, in tears, told her his condition, and the vision he had seen. She took compassion on him, gave him money to enable him to return to his own country, and also consented that he should take one of their children with him. He returned to the monastery, where he shed many tears of compunction, that he was again received, together with his son. He persevered in his holy life, and died with the reputation of a saint. 33. A pupil had been instructed by his master to salute the Most Holy Virgin in these words. Hail, O Mother of Mercy! 
when he was at the point of death mary appeared to him and said my son do you not know me i am that mother of mercy whom you have saluted so many times then the servant of the virgin extended his arms as if to follow her and gently breathed his last thirty four there was once a sinner who was so abandoned that he practised no other devotion than that of reciting daily to thy patronage sub tuum presidium the virgin one day so greatly enlightened him that he abandoned his sins entered religion led for fifty years an exemplary life and thus died thirty five in the year sixteen ten there lived in turin an obstinate heretic who even on his deathbed would not be converted by all that was said to him by the various priests who were with him for eight successive days at length one of them almost by force brought him to have recourse to mary with these words mother of jesus help me mater jesu assiste mihi and the heretic as if awakening from sleep exclaimed i will die a catholic and indeed he became reconciled to the church and died in two hours thirty six another infidel who was living in india was about to die abandoned by all but as he had heard the christians so much extol the power of mary he had recourse to her and the blessed virgin appeared to him and said behold i am she whom you invoke become a christian he was immediately restored to health and baptized and many were converted by the prodigy thirty seven there lived in madrid in the year sixteen ten a very devout servant of mary who had an especial devotion to an image of her called mary of antioch he married a woman who through suspicion and jealousy left him no rest every saturday he went barefoot and early in the morning to visit that image but his wife who suspected him of going elsewhere once in particular attacked him so violently that blinded by impatience he took a rope and hung himself but just as his soul was departing when he could no more help himself he invoked the help of mary and behold a most beautiful lady appeared who approached him and cut the rope the people without saw this and then he narrated the fact by this the wife was so filled with compunction that ever afterwards they lived in peace and devoted to the divine mother thirty eight another person of valentia in sixteen thirteen committed a great crime which he was ashamed to confess and therefore made sacrilegious confessions but being troubled with great remorse of conscience he went one day to visit the altar of our lady of hail that he might obtain relief when he arrived at the door of the church which stood open he felt himself thrust back by an invisible power then he determined to make his confession and immediately entered after making a general confession he went home entirely consoled thirty nine the blessed adam a cistercian went one evening to visit an altar of the most blessed virgin in a church but finding the doors closed he knelt outside to make his devotions he was hardly on his knees when he saw the door opening of itself and he entered there he beheld the queen of heaven in the midst of great splendor and she said to him adam approach do you know who i am adam answered no lady who art thou i am she said the mother of god 
know that as a reward for thy devotion to me i will always take care of thee and then she placed her blessed hand upon his head and cured him of the great pain he was suffering there forty a servant of mary went one day to visit a church of our blessed lady without the knowledge of her husband and was prevented by a severe storm from returning that night to her own house she felt a great fear lest her husband should be very angry with her but she recommended herself to mary and when she returned home her husband was very kind and gracious to her upon questioning him she found that the evening before the divine mother had taken her form and attended to all the little affairs of the household like a servant she then related the occurrence to her husband and both afterwards practiced great devotion to the blessed virgin forty one a certain cavalier of the city of Duel in france named ansaldo received in the battle a wound from an arrow which entered so deep into the jawbone that it was not possible to extract the iron after four years of suffering the afflicted man could endure the pain no longer and being besides very ill he thought he would again try to have the iron extracted he recommended himself to the blessed virgin and made a vow to visit every year a sacred image of her which was in that place and make an offering of a certain sum of money upon her altar if she granted this request he had no sooner made the vow than the iron without being touched fell into his mouth the next day ill as he was he went to visit the image and scarcely had he placed the promised gift upon the altar when he felt himself entirely restored to health end of section fifty one